Folks, financial experts thought we were in the clear. They were anticipating around six rate cuts by the Fed this year, and then the inflation data came out higher than expected again, just like we've been predicting. Friends, this isn't going away anytime soon. It can't. The U.S. is $34 plus trillion in the hole, and yet we keep printing money, which pushes the prices you pay every day even higher, whether it's at the grocery cart or at the gas store. So, You can either bury your head in the sand or you can do something about it. Diversify a portion of your savings into gold with Birch Gold Group. Gold is your hedge against inflation and Birch Gold makes it easy to own. They will help you convert an existing IRA or 401k into a tax-sheltered IRA in gold and you don't pay a penny out of pocket. All you got to do to get started, text Just News to 989898 and get your free info kit on gold. Then talk to a precious metal specialist on how to protect your savings from persistent inflation. The way to do it with gold. All you got to do to get started on that journey with my good friends who I trust more than anyone at Birch Gold Group, text Just News to 989898 right now. Hello, America, and welcome to a new edition of John Solomon Reports, a podcast from Just the News, where last night, a lot of grievous developments in the Russia-Ukraine conflict. Listen, settle in for a long war, folks. That's what the U.S. intelligence and defense officials are telling Congress. You know, Putin is making advances, but the resistance in Ukraine appears to be stubborn and long. But last night, some harrowing and scary moments. There was a firefight for the largest nuclear power plant in Ukraine. There was a fire that was caused inside as some of the bombardment occurred. Fortunately, that fire was put out. Unfortunately, the Russians claim they have now taken control of the main nuclear power plant in Ukraine, basically giving them control over the power grid in a large part of that country, as well as its nuclear capabilities. We see the the nuclear materials. That is one of the things that people were hyperventilating about last night for good reason. You never want explosions going off near a nuclear power plant. You don't want fires inside. You don't even want a fight going on. Meanwhile, Lindsey Graham, Senator Lindsey Graham, always the provocateur and again, a, a champion of freedom, but sometimes people a little bit surprised by the things that utter from his lips. He tweeted out a tweet last night saying, is there a Brutus in Russia? I hope the only way this war ends is with someone in Russia taking this guy out. This guy, of course, meaning Vladimir Putin. He's getting a little bit of repudiation for that. Obviously, American law prohibits Americans from assassinating Putin. Obviously, Lindsey Graham wasn't suggesting anyone violate that law. He was suggesting that some Russian rise up and take care of their leader. But a little bit of ruffled feathers on that one. I think a lot of people in the back of their head are probably thinking, I don't disagree with that. Saying it aloud might be a little bit disconcerting for some people, but it happened. It's out there. It is what it is. Yesterday, briefly flicked out a very important story by my good colleague, Aaron Kliegman, that while Biden administration was slamming Putin in Russia for its aggression, its war in Ukraine, it was also relying on Russia to secretly try to help it finish the nuclear deal with Iran, a deal that a lot of people are not probably going to be happy with. Well, overnight, the senior Russian officials in the Iran negotiation, said, the deal's done. We helped do it. Yay, Russia did it. Just exactly what Joe Biden probably doesn't want. The appearance of an alliance with Vladimir Putin to get an Iran deal done while one of the free democracies in Europe has been overrun by the same bully, the same Russian thug that is Vladimir Putin. Those are very important 
developments. Now, we have an incredible show today. My first guest I'm so excited about because we had her in a couple of weeks ago. Everybody loved her. Like, get that woman back on. And I couldn't agree more. It was such a great, thoughtful conversation. So joining us again today is Kyron Skinner. She's the former policy planning chief at the State Department under Donald Trump, under Mike Pompeo, a thoughtful, strategic national security and diplomatic thinker. Also, the author of one of my favorite books, Reagan in His Own Hand. It's a couple decades old now, but really captured from Ronald Reagan's writings the philosophies that now dominate American conservatism and certainly with a blueprint for Trumpism, Trump doctrine 1.0 that came out in 2016 and certainly soon to be 2.0. So Kyron Skinner is going to be here. She's going to help make sense of all of these extraordinary developments that happened overnight. And then we're going to turn to really, I think, one of the most cogent voices in Congress these days. Congresswoman Claudia Tenney is joining. We had her on the TV show last night. You're going to love the conversation Amanda and I had. She had a lot of profound, interesting things to say, and we want you to hear that. So a great lineup. Kyron Skinner, followed by Claudia Tenney, two heavyweights on foreign policy, on national security, and the state of America. Before we turn to that, I want to shout out just a couple of stories on just the news. First off, you may have heard, yes, my account was locked out by Twitter. Not for anything naughty I did. Not for anything silly I did. I just socialized the story on just the news where we picked up a peer-reviewed study in a respected medical journal written by a university that has done contracting with both the NIH and the World Health Organization. So a respectable study Twitter didn't like its conclusions, and so they knocked me off. We are appealing. Hopefully, we'll get put back on because we did nothing wrong. The story had fair comment. It had CDC's opposing opinion to the study. You can't. I just want to say this aloud because it is just extraordinary to me to think that Twitter believes it's okay to take people off for tweeting about a story that's a peer-reviewed study. If Journalists can't accurately quote a peer-reviewed study in a respected medical journal written by a university, Lund University, that's trusted by both the NIH and the WHO, WHO. If you're going to get censored for doing that, then the First Amendment is meaningless. Big tech has rendered it meaningless. They've thoroughly gutted it. It's wrong. It's wrong. We can't allow Twitter and Facebook and all of these bullies on the big tech block to substitute their vision of truth for an honest coverage, an honest debate about science and public policy. That is what last night's knocking me off Twitter really amounts to. The story was not inaccurate. It was not harmful. It had the dissenting views of the CDC plus the findings of the study. And we didn't pick some crackpot scientists. We picked a peer-reviewed study in one of America's most trusted journals. It's the journal called Current Issues in Molecular Biology. It's not controversial. It's respected. There's nothing harmful about this. And when Twitter suspends my account and blocks me out, they're accusing me of falsely spreading misleading and potentially harmful. That's defamatory to me. I didn't spread anything misleading. The story is accurate. It's accurate. You may disagree with the findings and we acknowledge there's disagreement, but if you can't write about that, there is no free press in America anymore. That is what is at stake at Twitter. And I'll tell you what, Twitter, You may reverse this. I'm not letting this one go. Get ready for a larger battle. You are ruining the very essence of America with this haphazard, knee-jerk, 
uneven and dishonest effort at censorship. It's wrong. Free my account. Free America from your silly censorship. Americans are smarter, wiser than you're giving them credit for. Your nanny state of free speech is an abomination to all the essences of what... Hey, Twitter, if you get a chance while you're reviewing my account, go watch the speech. Last Friday night, a week ago today, by Tulsi Gabbard at CPAC. Yep, you and Tulsi agree on a lot of things. You're both liberals there, right? Tulsi Gabbard shouted out exactly this sort of tyrannical censorship. Go read what she said. It was from the heart. It was from history. Understanding the grasp of the Bill of Rights in America. For God's sakes, free my account. We did nothing wrong. When you suffocate free speech, you're demeaning America and you're demeaning the free market that you claim to be an important and respected player from. You're doing a disservice. You're not silencing me. I'm going to keep going. I've got Truth Social. I've got Getter. I've got Cloud Hub. I've got Parler. I've got Just the News. I've got my TV show. We're going to keep reporting. You're harming yourself, Twitter. You're saying you're willing to engage in un-American actions to make your truth the only truth in America. That's not good for your long-term brand. Wake up, will you? Wake up. All right, I'm off my bar stool. Sorry about that. One other story I would like to point out because I think it's a very important one. It was done by my good colleague, Aaron Kliegman, who I just shouted out for some earlier coverage, but this is a fun one, right? It's a really fun one. The Democrats are all about electric vehicles. And by the way, I like electric vehicles. They're fine. They're not the only solution, but they're a good solution, right? People want them. Tesla's popular for a reason. The right reason why people are buying Tesla cars. They're good, right? So here's what the House Dems have done. They have tax breaks, and you get one if you buy a Tesla or a non-unionized car, and then you get another one that's much larger if you buy a car built by a unionized contractor. That's very un-American, right? It's basically trying to tilt the electric vehicle market to one of the political constituencies of the Democratic Party. A lot of times, Peter Schweitzer would call this crony capitalism. We saw this a decade and a half ago when Barack Obama tipped all of the recovery money to his buddies, the Democratic buddies in the solar industry, giving them subsidies, many of which got stolen or misused or misappropriated or didn't result in the benefits. Remember Solyndra? Can I just say Solyndra? All right, well, here's the funny thing about this. There's a little bit of hypocrisy in this. So there is a little bit of good for me, but not for thee. The Democrats are going to lure you, push you through the tax credit, if they get this through, for you to buy a non-unionized car while they buy Teslas themselves, according to what Aaron wrote, and they invest in the stock of Tesla and ride the profit of Tesla. Hmm. Good for them, but for you... Now, go buy our friend's more expensive tax-subsidized car because, well, you're not as good as us. I think a lot of people, that's how they're going to read it. One last story I want to shout out. We had Congressman Brian Babin of Texas on the television show with Amanda and I last night. And he was talking about the state of America, Biden's performance leading up to the Russian invasion, which he was very critical of, like many people, even Democrats are critical of it now. And he said this statement, it just has been bouncing around the internet and Twitter and Facebook for a little bit. We are a nation of lions. America's always been strong, but we are a nation of lions and we're being led 
by a sheep. As we go to commercial break, think about that. One of the more profound statements that Brian Babin said on our show, Just the News, Not Noise, last night in Real America's Voices. Speaking of that show, if you want to see me on television, or more importantly, you probably want to go see Amanda Head, who's just an amazing journalist, far more interesting than me, go check us out every night, Monday through Friday, 6 p.m. Eastern Time, on Real America's Voice, Channel 219 on Dish, Channel 240 on Pluto. You can watch it on the Just the News app by clicking Watch. You can watch it on the Just the News website by going to TV. Click on the TV tab up above. You can also watch it by downloading the Real America's Voice television app. It's a great app. Streams all day. There are a lot of other great programs. My good friend Ed Henry now has a morning show. There's a lot of other great shows. Go check it out. Watch us every night. All right, we're going to take a quick commercial break. When we come back, we're going to have Chiron Skinner here. Get ready for a great conversation about the globe. Folks, if you get your wallet stolen or your cell phone or your car, we know what it is. It's old-fashioned theft. It's crime. We know it. Criminals now have a new way to steal our most valuable asset, our homes. Older Americans are most vulnerable to these types of thefts, and that's because they more often own their homes outright. An 88-year-old Florida woman recently discovered that scammers forged her signature, created a fake deed to her home, and then took her property. Those who buy a property from a deed theft scammer often become victims as well. What can you do to protect yourself? It's simple. My good friends at Home Title Lock provide the premier detection technology to protect your home and its title. The instant they detect an activity or something suspicious, they mobilize to help shut it down. We won't know a thief took us off our title until it's too late. That's why Title Lock jumps into action right away. The titles to all our homes are easily found online. A criminal or renter, even a family member, can simply forge your signature on a home sale form. Then he or she refiles as the new owner and bam, your home is not in your name and all of a sudden debts are being taken out against it. That's why Home Title Lock is my choice. Find out for free when you use my code JUSTNEWS at sign up. You'll get a free comprehensive scan of your home's title and 30 days of legendary home title lock protection free. So go to hometitlelock.com and use the promo code JUSTNEWS. That's the promo code JUSTNEWS at hometitlelock.com. Go there today. Folks, Factors, delicious, ready-to-eat meals make eating better every day easy. Wherever tomorrow takes you, be ready with pre-prepared, chef-crafted, and dietitian approved meals delivered right to your door. You'll have over 35 different options a week to choose from, including keto, calorie smart, vegan, plus veggie, and so much more. And there's even more to enjoy with over 55 nutritional-packed add-ons that help make your weekly meal planning even more delicious and easy. What are you waiting for? Get started today and have a feel-good week of meals ready to go. If you're like me and have a busy schedule that the last thing you want to worry about is what to eat or having to go to the grocery store, Factor makes it easy. As they are flexible to your schedule, get as much or as little as you need by choosing 6 to 18 meals per week. Plus, you can pause or reschedule your deliveries anytime. Plus, Factor meals are 100% ready to heat and eat, usually in just two minutes. So there's no prepping, cooking, or cleanup needed. Head to factormeals.com slash justnews50 and use the promo code justnews50 to get 50% off. That's the code justnews50 at factormeals.com. One more time, factormeals.com slash justnews50. Use the justnews50 code and you will get 50% off your first order. 
All right, folks, welcome back from the commercial break. So proud to have this next guest on our show. She was here just a few weeks ago, really helped us make sense of the Ukraine-Russia crisis. And uh, she's back today to get us up to speed on all the latest developments and what's going on in the West, particularly joining me right now is the former director of the Office of Policy and Planning inside the State Department I, and uh, one of the professors and fellows at the Hoover Institution and also at Carnegie Mellon University and a visiting fellow at Heritage Foundation right now. Now, Karen Skinner. Karen, great to have you here. Thanks for having me. I want to go through the last 24 hours because there's been these sort of remarkable episodes that, you know, has everyone rattled. Uh, first up, uh, the, the firefight last night over the nuclear power plant, one of the largest in Ukraine. Uh, the Russians are claiming they have control of it today. Uh, anytime you see nuclear, you get a gulp in your throat. Uh, your assessment of what was going on there and what it means about the stage of the war we're in. It's a serious war. It is already a global conflict, and yesterday's activities underscored that fact um, that when you have a nuclear power, a nuclear, um, um, nuclear-powered country like Russia um, attacking a country that gave up its nuclear weapons but has power plants, um, this is critical for every part of the globe Every person on earth um, is involved in this war, um, given um, who the actors are. So this is not a a civil conflict in some far-flung region of the world um, that may or may not affect its neighbors. Um, This is a global conflict, and the eyes of the world are on it. Um, If for no other reason, um, the potential for a nuclear catastrophe including an escalation to the use of nuclear weapons, is at stake. Um, So I thought if anyone was in doubt um, about the serious nature of this conflict, yesterday cleared up um, that concern. Also, I felt it underscored something else we've been talking about for the last eight or nine days of this, this conflict. As we watch it unfold, In real time, the map of Europe is being rewritten, and um, and and that's so important to talk about. And John, I thank you for the opportunity. Europe is finally waking up. It is, and and it took, um, you know, the a conflict like this with a dictator, basically, of Vladimir Putin, to bring Europe together and to bring the West together, frankly. Um, And so there's something positive happening, if I can say it that way, in the context of this horrific, tragic humanitarian crisis called the Ukraine-Russia war. Yeah, it's sort of remarkable because uh, Vladimir Putin did what Joe Biden and George Soros and the civil society movement, all that couldn't do, which is finally get uh, Europe to wake up and speak with one voice. You know, I'm a big fan of your uh, one of your first books, Reagan in his own hand, because at the end of the day, Ronald Reagan had a very clear thing. You only achieve peace through strength and you have strength when you have a unified voice. And we were pretty disunified in the weeks before going in Europe was saying one thing, Germany was here, United States here, Biden was flipping around all over the place. But in the last 10 days, there is a remarkable, strong voice that no matter where we are on other issues, the entire West stands against this invasion and we're speaking about freedom. How did that happen? 
I think it's multifactorial, and I think um, that Donald Trump deserves um, a lot of credit for where we are right now. What I've been seeing, and I I agree with you, by the way, um, that the West is um, moving again. And um, I think for much of the 21st century, the West became stagnant, in fact. Um, And there was this sense that um, freedom was free um, and that there was no responsibility I think what we, what people all over the um, this the transatlantic world are finding out um, that there's a lot of responsibility associated with freedom, a lot of responsibility with the West, um, and a lot of accountability. But Donald Trump played a, a a key role in all of this because he talked about in his 2016 campaign and in his various speeches before the U.N. General Assembly as president, um, that there were central pillars to defending the West. Right. National sovereignty is um, as the key unit of analysis in the international system as opposed to multilateral organizations, burden sharing among Western partners, um, regional partnerships that, um, that would be necessary to combat um, great power challenges, energy independence, all of these were pillars of what we call the Trump Doctrine. The Biden administration quite reflexively um, abandoned all of those pillars when it took office, um, saying Trump got it all wrong. We're the foreign policy elite. We're the experts. We went to the Ivy League schools. We're at the major think tanks. We know better. So they um, abandoned this idea of the nation state first and put us back in um, international agreements like the Paris Climate Accord, the World Health Organization. They did all of these things. Um, they said energy independence, we don't need it. They didn't connect energy independence domestically to international relations abroad. Down the line, the pillars of the Trump administration were being undone in 2021. But what we're now seeing in just a few days that many on the Democratic side and many in Europe on the politically liberal side have understood that those weren't political pillars that Trump was developing. Those were ones that would ultimately save and bolster the West. Yesterday, Nancy Pelosi said, and I was stunned. I was too. (laughs) That, you know, no more Russian oil. No more Russian oil. Think about that. When Nancy Pelosi finds herself in the Trump column on these issues, and I'm not sure if she understood it, it's absolutely a new day. I'm not saying we have a grand consensus that's emerging, but I think we have a grand understanding that the West isn't free. Yeah. You've got to do work. Yeah, we got, we listen, after the Cold War, we got complacent because it seemed good for a while. And, uh, you're now realizing that to protect this freedom at the West, and particularly the Europeans, realize you have to work hard and be vigilant 24-7. Just because the Cold War is over doesn't mean the threat to freedom isn't there. And I think it's a amazing moment to watch this happen. And you're one of the few people I've seen really talking about this and recognizing the moment. Now, on the U.S. side, it seems like we're half there. In fact, maybe the Europeans are starting to get a little ahead of where Biden is. Um if, if we're willing to get rid of Russian oil, it seems to me that we also have to do something to replace it quickly. 
does Biden go all in and say that I got to restart American energy resources to ensure our independence, our resolve in defeating Russia? Is that the part that he hasn't done that we need to do next? He hasn't been willing to state that. We don't have a statement close to to what you just said coming out of the Biden White House. But what we do have is that um, the legislature down the street from the White House is actually in a bipartisan way beginning to talk about um, domestic energy production, about um, allowing um, leases on federal land um, for um, oil and energy exploration. All of those things are happening in a bipartisan way that I think will ultimately influence the Biden administration. On top of what you've already mentioned, the Europeans are getting ahead of us. And in fact, I think it's an interesting moment as well. The United States is you know, seen as the superpower on earth, but the Europeans are actually leading us back into the West, which is something we didn't quite expect including on issues of energy. They're coming to some conclusions very, very quickly. So I think the Biden White House will be encircled by positive forces about domestic energy production, and he will have to revisit his Keystone Pipeline decision. It's amazing. And it may be Joe Manchin who got him there because he was the first Democrat to break that ice about five, six days ago. And now you see that bipartisan snowball coming down the hill. I want to turn to another senator, Lindsey Graham, often a uh, a strong defender of American freedom, but also a guy that, that lives on the edge. He had a tweet last night around 930 saying, is there a Brutus in Russia? Is there a more successful Colonel Stauffenberg in the Russian military? The only way this ends is for somebody in Russia to take this guy, meaning Vladimir Putin, out. Your reaction to that tweet? I love um, Senator Lindsey Graham, but I would not have tweeted that. And, um, you know, I think in the um, we do have a policy of no assassination of foreign leaders um, officially by the U.S. government. So I don't think we need government officials um, making those kinds of public pronouncements. I understand his sentiment. We need um, Vladimir Putin to um, move off the world stage, um, to move out of leadership in Moscow um, but that's not the way that I think we need our, our legislators to speak. Um, he is the problem. Um, but I think there's a deeper problem that he wasn't speaking about, and that's what makes um, Twitter and social media an ineffective way to convey important points. Um, we need to make the democratic alternative more attractive to those nation states um, that are on the fence that could go to the authoritarian side. I don't think what Senator Graham did helps us make that alternative. We need a sharp distinction between who we are and what Putin stands for. Yeah, such an important point. I'm going to ask you to react to another person. The Fed chairman just a few minutes ago issued this warning that the Ukraine conflict may embolden China to move more quickly to supplant the U.S. dollar with the yuan. Do you share that concern? I know you and I were talking last time around here that China is watching this. Perhaps they may be the most interested party after Europe in what goes on in the Ukraine-Russia conflict. Uh, Is this an opportunity for them to try to play with the dollar and supplant it? I do think so. And I have even said on air, you know, there was a bipartisan call for removing Russia from SWIFT, the international messaging system for financial transactions. And I said, I'm with 
that um, point of view. But always know you need to look down the game tree when you make these decisions. And when you look down the game tree, there's China um, in the mix. And it could be that when you remove Russia from SWIFT, that it opens, which, it, by the way, is pegged for the most part to the U.S. dollar, right. that you provide the opportunity for alternative international financial messaging systems to develop, including the one that China has put forth, and that doesn't help us. So every angle of this conflict, I think there is an opportunity for China, and I don't hear enough of it, John, in the um, punditry conversation that's going on on cable news. There's a discussion about China, but it's not how all of these decisions are going to get played out in Beijing. Yeah, this is a chessboard, and sometimes something that feels good in the short term, like the SWIFT thing, could have that thing. So one possibility here is that China and Russia, which traditionally have not been that close, might try to create their own economic work around the SWIFT system, and that moves China towards making its dollars supreme. Is that, that the sort of scenario you'd be watching for? Yes, and also that others, others would use their their system as well. And that's what we have to be concerned about because through the Shanghai Cooperation Organization, China and Russia already have a bit of the infrastructure to make some of these things we're talking about happen. But I do want to say also, um, it's, you know, this is not a... um, and um, an easy um, relationship for China and Russia. They are in a somewhat of a marriage of convenience. Yeah. Because they see a strategic opportunity. They think they see the West failing. They think they see the U.S. in um, in decline. But never count America out. Never count freedom, political and economic, um, out. And I think that they're betting on. Um, a bigger collapse than we in the West will ever um, let happen. I always say, um, um, tell my students, you know, Ronald Reagan, when he ran in 1980, was such an improbable presidential candidate because he went against the conventional wisdom of the 70s, which is ancient history for them now, um, about U.S.-Soviet detente, um, about power sharing, and the need for arms control at all costs. And Reagan said, I believe in the man on the street and the cop on the beat, and this is not what they want. And that's where I think China and Russia are miscalculating. I'm a voter in southwestern Pennsylvania. I have more confidence um, in my, my, my colleagues and friends there who really care about this country, who won't let it fail who will press the legislatures and their leaders for energy independence, for American resolve, for not um, making preemptive concessions. The West is back. I really believe it. Yeah, the irony of this entire crisis, there will be some silver lining to the dark cloud we're all watching now. Uh, one last thing that uh, I think uh, I've been trying to educate the public on, we had a wonderful story on Just the News yesterday from my, my colleague Eric Kliegman, reminding people that while, we're, uh, while the Biden administration has been condemning Russia and, and trying to get the West to work together, at the same time they're using Russia as a backdoor to finish their version of the Iran nuclear deal 
how do you navigate working with an enemy or someone who's just created such a horrific scenario in Ukraine to get a deal with another one of our enemies? Does that does that explain some of the Biden administration's unusual wobble on Russia? I think it's, again, it goes back to my earlier point. The reflexive nature of the Biden foreign policy was to jettison everything that Donald Trump did, including the, his stance on the Iran nuclear deal. They went back to the table, we can to begin with, and um, it makes no sense. It will not work. Um, and those negotiations need to stop. Every major negotiation with Russia at this time, nuclear arms control, the Iran nuclear deal, those things need to be looked at very, very critically and through the lens of, of this war against Ukraine. Um, so I don't think we have a lot of strength in those negotiations, and whatever we're doing um, there could not be um, to the, what, the advantage of the United States. I mean, we've got to look at Russia, Iran, North Korea, China, um, in any context, given their um, sometimes the way that they surge together, we've got to look at any negotiation with them in terms of all of the dynamics that they have put on the rest of the world. And I don't think that that's happening. So um, I don't hold out hope for the Iran nuclear negotiations. Um, all of that talent needs to go on getting us out of the um, war with Ukraine, getting um, the Ukrainian people back to their country. Yeah, they are. They deserve to have it back. And uh, what has happened on their, to their sovereign borders is jaw-dropping. I, I think people now know why President Trump and Mike Pompeo and others trusted you as the chief of the policy at the State Department. You you look at this world with a, as a big chessboard when a lot of us in the media often look at it like a little game of tiddlywinks. It's much more complicated. And every time we bring you on, Chiron, it makes a whole lot more sense when we're done. And I'm so, so grateful for that. And uh, as this unfolds, we're going to need to get you back on a lot more. Thank you. And thank you for the opportunity. And thank you for the thoughtful conversation because, you know, in the fog of war, um, we just, you know, everyone is concerned. Everyone is, has a lot of anxiety. Yeah. But I still want to keep the conversation about hope alive because we are such a strong people. And what we're seeing in the Ukrainians is that once people taste freedom, they will fight for it. And, um, and we have fought for it so many times. But what's happening also in this conflict is that, um, others are taking more agency for their own freedom. And that actually, I think, encourages Americans. We're always willing to step in. But the rest of the free world is needed to step up. Yep. And I think this sets a new paradigm for the future and a Europe that will be stronger in its own defense. You know, it was Trump who said in 2016 and all the, you know, all the pundits said this is a campaign um, disaster when he said we've got to have NATO pay, you know, its fair share. I think the NATO countries now get it, the 29 other members. He was right. The U.S. can't do it alone. No. They've got to step up, and they are. If you would have told me a month ago that Germany would be sending weapons to Ukraine and upping its defense spending from its GDP, I would have said, ah, no, no chance. But that's what Donald Trump was pushing them to do a long time ago. And now all of a sudden Germany has stepped up and other European nations as well. A remarkable moment, and it's, it's hard. It's going to have happened on Joe Biden's watch, but I doubt it's happened because of Joe Biden. It's happened because of the Vladimir Putin's aggression. What a remarkable moment, Karen. 
Thank you. And, you know, one one final point. It's not just Germany, but it's the high north countries in Europe of of Finland and Sweden. They they may become NATO members. If you'd said that a month ago. No chance I would have believed it. (laughs) Right. And they're also providing assistance. And even if they don't become members of NATO soon, but their parliaments are thinking about it and their publics are in support in larger numbers than ever before, they, too, understand that um, just being a neutral country, a non-aligned country, doesn't provide the kind of safety and security that they thought it it would in the past. So true. We've awakened an entire continent, and uh, and hopefully for the better. Although right now we all of our thoughts are with Ukraine. Chiron Skinner, it is an honor to have you on. I love the conversation every time I'm with you, and I can't wait to do it again real soon. Thank you. All right, folks, we're going to take a quick commercial break. When we come back, we're going to play a little bit of an interview last night with Congressman Claudia Tenney from the great state of New York. A lot of interesting things she said about the state of Washington. You won't want to miss that right after this commercial break. You know what, folks? Stress may be why you can't lose weight. If you've got moderate to high stress like I do, a doctor-formulated weight loss supplement called Lean could be your solution. Chronic stress wreaks havoc on blood sugar, which can cause your body to store excess fat. Stress can also slow your metabolism, which fuels weight gain. And you know all about stress eating and sugar cravings, right? Now the good news. The studied ingredients in Lean have been shown to help maintain healthy blood sugar levels, help optimize metabolism, and keep your appetite under control. Now, if your life is a bit stressful like mine and you want to lose weight, add lean to your healthy diet and exercise lifestyle. Now, get 15% off and free shipping at takelean.com. That's takelean.com and enter the promo code JUSTNEWS15. That's the promo code JUSTNEWS15 at takelean.com. One more time, takelean.com. Statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease, and it's not a substitute or alternative for care from a healthcare provider. Hey folks, it's John Solomon here. Today, I want to shine a light on AMAC, an organization who's dedicated to America's seniors, but is vital for conservatives of all ages. AMAC stands out by not only advocating for senior issues, but also by pushing for conservative values that affect us all. By joining, you're not just supporting our senior citizens, you're part of a movement defending the freedoms that made this country great and to ensure that we secure our nation's future. Plus, membership brings you exclusive benefits like discounts on travel, dining, and entertainment, and of course, special insurance rates, one of the things I like. Regardless of your age, if you're driven to preserve freedom, AMAC welcomes you. This is about uniting youthful vigor with the wisdom of experience and our quest to keep this country great. Sign up now for amac.us slash justnews. And for a limited time, you get a free gift membership for someone else who shares your love for our great nation. Don't miss out on this chance to make a difference from AMAC. Join today at amac.us slash justnews. That's amac.us slash justnews. And extend the invitation to a friend or family member for free. What a great opportunity. All right. So, folks, we're going to, I think, uh, the person we have up next on our show is ready to talk about a lot of things, including censorship. Joining me right now from the great state of New York is Congresswoman Claudia Tenney, who, by the way, sits on a very important committee, the House Foreign Affairs Committee. Congresswoman, great to have you on the show today. Well, it's great to be on. What an honor. This is phenomenal with both of you, with Amanda as well. 
Uh, we're so, so excited to have you on. And I want to get your response first. There was a lot of things said at the State of the Union a couple of days ago. And since that time, there's been a lot of fallout from what's said. Your top line on what the president promised and whether he can deliver. It sounds like we're going to have another year of chaos, another year of taxing and spending proposals, another year of copying and pasting what the Democrats have already done that has caused us record high inflation, 40 year high inflation. Uh, it's caused us supply chain problems, chaos around the world, uh, and you know, no changes at the southern border. We're going to have millions more people come across our border, bringing fentanyl and human trafficking and, and danger to our communities. The crime is con- going to continue to be on the rise. I didn't hear anything about any of those issues. And, and also, very importantly, as the mother of a Marine, I did not hear any apology or any attempt to at least show uh, some sense of uh, solace and remorse for our 13 uh, soldiers or Marines that were killed in Afghanistan, creating uh, 13 Gold Star families who are suffering every day and will suffer for the rest of their lives because of their losses. And this was due directly to Joe Biden's terrible policies uh, and his and his terrible foreign policy. He's projecting weakness, and we're seeing uh, that happening right now. Uh, it's just, I mean, there's a million things we could talk about, but uh, I. I thought the the message in the State of the Union was very weak. I thought it showed our enemies that we aren't serious. Uh, And and about the only unifying uh, event of the entire thing was our support of the people who in Ukraine who are fighting for freedom and their territorial integrity. Congresswoman, I know that that Russia is on everyone's radar right now because of the current crisis with Ukraine. But uh, in my opinion, China has been a a bigger threat for a long time. And in Joe Biden's State of the Union speech on Tuesday, he mentioned China a grand total of two times. Yeah, unfortunately, China is our greatest adversary. But what could be worse than China teaming up with Putin? And you've now heard the reports that uh, the Biden administration actually uh, hope to go to China to get some assistance with Putin uh, and the intent or the intents that we thought with all the troops amassing on the border that that uh, China would would help us in that endeavor. And what did China do? They shared our intelligence with Putin. Uh, and we also yeah. learned from that, as I'm sure many news accounts have shown, that the Chinese coordinated with Putin and asked Putin not to uh, to invade Ukraine until after the Olympics were over because of optics. And uh, this has become, uh, you know, a, a situation that is just uh, untenable for us. We have got to, uh, in, you know, strengthen our country and grow our energy independence uh, and everywhere that we can, our economy. And, all, and I don't see any signs or any policies that were presented by the Biden administration, even on the follow up, uh, whether it's coming from, uh, you know, the, the House Foreign Affairs Committee and our, our um, and, and, you know, the Secretary of State or Assistant Secretary, Deputy Secretary of State, uh, Wendy Sherman spoke to our committee yesterday, and her big priority and still concern is climate change, not energy independence of the United States, not our economy, not the fact that Putin is basically, you know, we're funding Putin's war with the nearly 600,000 gallons or, or barrels of gas that we're importing or fuel we're, or oil we're in, importing from Russia every single day. While we shut down the Keystone Pipeline, we don't explore responsible, safe gas drilling in New York State, where there's an abundant supply that we're not allowed to touch because of far left policies in Albany, the only state in the nation, by the way, that bans uh, hydraulic fracturing uh, and has yet one of the greatest supplies that could give us not only prosperity in our communities, but energy security. Uh, So it's a disaster from end to end. And China is, you know, continuing to be 
investing in, in fossil fuels. They're investing in coal. They're the, the, they burn half the world's coal. China and Russia aren't concerned about CO2 emissions or climate change. They're concerned about world domination and power. And yet, even with all this information that we know, you're continuing to see uh, Biden administration officials talk about climate change, talk about eventually, you know, we just can't worry about getting, uh, you know, about worrying about phasing out fossil fuels. We need to do that. We need to go right to the green economy right now. And this is exactly what Putin and the Chinese are taking advantage of. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, do you think Congresswoman uh, Joe Manchin on the night of the State of the Union gigged President uh, Biden and said, what are you doing letting out all that oil in today? Nancy Pelosi said, you want to get rid of the Russian oil? I'm good with it. Do you think there's an, a moment for Republicans to finally get that oil out of our market and replace it with American oil? Well, I mean, they, they're all talking about it, but nobody's doing anything. Yeah. You know, I, I, there, there's we could do that today. We could reimplement and open the Keystone Pipeline, which I think is about 700,000 uh, barrels a day, which would help uh, our energy independence, would grow our economy, could bring us out of the malaise that we're in with inflation, supply chain prices, our, our supply chain problems, the cost of gas at the tank. You know, consumers are going to start seeing this. That's why we have, you know, this inflation. They're already going to the gas station and they're, they're uh, you know, very upset about it. I know I was in my uh, district the other day and I went to go fill up my truck and it was $87. Eighty-seven dollars wow. to fill up oh, my a truck, big ticket. and uh, and I have a district that's four and a half miles, uh, four and a half hours from end to end, you know, hundreds, a couple hundred miles, more than a couple hundred miles. So, uh, you know, and I've got to drive through it. But think of all these Americans that have to commute every day that can't rely on public transportation up in my region, uh, where we don't have a lot of that. You know, people have to drive their cars to get to work to have the, for their livelihoods. We have farmers, we have truckers, we have to get our produce and our. And we also have to get our goods and service, our goods to the market, you know, in my community, my business, you know, all of those costs, inflation, uh, the supply chain costs that are just bumped up even more by energy costs are wow. having a ripple effect and are really hurting America. And these people don't seem to care. It's like, oh, you know what? We're yeah. guess what we're doing in a neighboring county. We're banning over the course that we're, we're phasing out the ability of Americans to use any kind of fossil fuel product for leaf blowers, lawnmowers, uh, gas-powered stoves, or anything in their homes uh, because the Democrats are trying to completely eliminate the usage of fossil fuels. And, and right away, yeah. as soon as we can, sooner better than later. And this is the AOC effect, I think. Right. I feel uh, your pain over here in California to quote a pop song from the <laughs> 80s or 90s. No one walks in L.A. Everybody drives, and we are feeling it at the pump as well. <laughs> but I wanted to talk about something that the U.N. reported. One million Ukrainians have already left the country. They are calling it possibly the biggest uh, migrant crisis in history. But one million migrants, I'm sorry, that sounds like our southern border every year. Yeah, it's a it's a huge problem, but we're not doing anything about our southern border either. We finally had it under control, at least in a better position than it's been in many, many years under President Trump and his policies that were sensible and humane. Now we have this insane southern border, which you're, it's inhumane, the conditions at our southern border. You know, I went to the southern border. I did go to the El Paso sector, which is where uh, Vice President Kamala Harris went. Uh, which at the time was not the busiest sector, and it still isn't, but it's a significant what you witness there. And you see the heart-wrenching situation where uh, our, our Border Patrol agents are desperate for help. They're being, the system is being overwhelmed. They don't have the resources. They don't have the resources to treat uh, these people even the way that they should be treated or re sending them back. Uh, even the other the neighboring countries are concerned about it. But again, we're not solving this problem. We're not doing anything about it. 
American citizens are paying the price. And by the way, some of these people are being flown into New York State in the yeah. dark of night and uh, being brought into our communities without even our, our knowledge. And New York State taxpayers are paying for this. Right. So, uh, you know, and, and meanwhile, right in your backyard, Congresswoman. It's amazing. How many yeah. millions are waiting to be legal yep. citizens of the, of this country that care yeah. about freedom and are fleeing, uh, you know, areas amazing. that are truly destitute? All right, Congresswoman, we're coming up against the break. I wish we could have more time to chat with you. Thank you so much. We're going to get back to you soon, folks. We'll be right back. We can wrap things up right after that. Folks, if you owe back taxes, fair warning, you're not going to like this. The IRS is mailing millions of pay up letters. Millions, I say. Then it's up to the 20,000 new IRS enforcement agents to find you. Why the IRS targets you and not millionaires? Well, because millionaires have tax lawyers. You don't, you'll pay up. Plus interest and penalties. You need Tax Network USA and you need them now. Tax Network USA has brilliant war room strategies to solve your IRS problems quickly and in your favor. Like a preferred direct line to the IRS, they know which agents to deal with and who to avoid. It's not all bad news for you because Tax Network USA learned of a special limited time IRS offer. They're willing to waive $1 billion in penalties if you qualify. So schedule your free confidential consultation to see if you qualify for this limited time IRS penalty canceling offer. To do so, call 1-800-245-6000. That's 1-800-245-6000. Or visit tnusa.com slash justnews. That's tnusa.com slash justnews. Folks, financial experts thought we were in the clear. They were anticipating around six rate cuts by the Fed this year, and then the inflation data came out. Higher than expected again, just like we've been predicting. Friends, this isn't going away anytime soon. It can't. The U.S. is $34 plus trillion in the hole, and yet we keep printing money, which pushes the prices you pay every day even higher, whether it's at the grocery cart or at the gas store. So you can either bury your head in the sand or you can do something about it. Diversify a portion of your savings into gold with Birch Gold Group. Gold is your hedge against inflation, and Birch Gold makes it easy to own. They will help you convert an existing IRA or 401k into a tax-sheltered IRA in gold, and you don't pay a penny out of pocket. All you got to do to get started, text Just News to 989898 and get your free info kit on gold. Then talk to a precious metal specialist on how to protect your savings from persistent inflation. The way to do it, with gold. All you got to do to get started on that journey with my good friends who I trust more than anyone at Birch Gold Group, text Just News to 989898 right now. All right, folks, that wraps up another busy week here in Washington. A lot of things happened. A lot of things happened. A lot of thought, a lot of pressure, a lot of concern, nuclear threats of nuclear war, a fight over a nuclear power plant. But I took a lot of stock and hope in what Chiron Skinner said at the beginning of our interview, that the silver lining here is that the West finally is talking about peace through strength again, finally talking about freedom as an essential thing to think, finally stepping up in Europe after two decades of laissez-faire and realizing freedom isn't free, it takes effort, and they're beginning to stand up to Russia. Now the question is, will Democrats and Joe Biden have the courage to embargo Russian oil from the United States and to replace it with American oil that they've been trying to squeeze out of the market. That is the dynamic to watch. Do not miss that dynamic. Could be one of the most important things to happen over the next few days. There's a big debate in Washington, no doubt about it. All right, before we go, a quick shout out to one of my new favorite 
products. BattleBox, B-A-T-T-L-B-O-X. Get rid of that E, right? B-A-T-T-L-B-O-X. BattleBox is your go-to monthly subscription for hand-picked outdoor survival and everyday carry gear. I am an outdoorsman. I've got my chainsaws. I've got my camping gear. I've got my pocket knives, my shotguns, my rifles. I love the outdoors. I've got a cabin in the Shenandoah that is just my little slice of heaven. And to get excited, to get me all energized, I'm now a big fan of the BattleBox subscription. I love getting in the mail something new every month that applies to my love for the outdoors, and you would too. And here's what the good folks at BattleBox have done. Because you're a Just the News subscriber fan, you listen to John Solomon reports, between now and the end of the month, March 31st is the last day you can take advantage of it. So go do this, support them. You'll be supporting Just the News. You will get a free mystery box worth 115 bucks. You're gonna get 115 bucks worth of gear free if you sign up for a new subscription to BattleBox. How do you do it? Go to trybattlebox.com slash just news. Let me give you that. Try BattleBox, B-A-T-T-L-B-O-X, no E in there. B-A-T-T-L-Box.com slash just news. One more time. Try battlebox.com slash just news. And if you sign up for a subscription, get started. First, you're going to get great stuff every month. But here's the real kicker. You're going to get $115 in free gear for your home. It is great. I just got a box a couple weeks ago. Cool flashlights. My favorite thing is a little tiny stove. You're out in the woods. You're getting hungry. You're nowhere near a microwave, right? You get the stove. You put some twigs in it. You light it. You get basically the equivalent of a full burner. And you can cook some of that soup on the ground in the wilderness I loved it. My whole family was mystified by it. It's so easy. Try battlebox.com slash justnews today and you'll be part of their family and get some of the coolest outdoor gadgets and gear you're ever going to see. All right, folks, that wraps it up for me. God bless you and God bless this extraordinary country, the United States. We'll be back Monday with a new edition of John Solomon Reports, a podcast from Just the News. Folks, financial experts thought we were in the clear. They were anticipating around six rate cuts by the Fed this year, and then the inflation data came out higher than expected again, just like we've been predicting. Friends, this isn't going away anytime soon. It can't. The U.S. is $34 plus trillion in the hole, and yet we keep printing money, which pushes the prices you pay every day even higher, whether it's at the grocery cart or at the gas store. So, You can either bury your head in the sand or you can do something about it. Diversify a portion of your savings into gold with Birch Gold Group. Gold is your hedge against inflation and Birch Gold makes it easy to own. They will help you convert an existing IRA or 401k into a tax-sheltered IRA in gold and you don't pay a penny out of pocket. All you got to do to get started, text JUSTNEWS to 989898 and get your free info kit on gold. Then talk to a precious metal specialist on how to protect your savings from persistent inflation. The way to do it with gold. All you got to do to get started on that journey with my good friends who I trust more than anyone at Birch Gold Group, text JUSTNEWS to 989898 right now.